1: Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke.
2: Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Fee Mazanke. And today I'm joined by two very special guests. And they're going to be talking about the art of cooperative Leadership, But before I formally introduce my guests, as you know, I kick off each show with the boomerang movement, and the boomerang movement is having a conscious awareness of what you put out in life is what you get back. And I've been in meetings all day today, and I do want to let you know that as human beings, what we have as our very nature, the core of our very being, that is love. And events in our life cover up that love. And it can be a really small and simple event, like a parent saying, hey, you shouldn't feel that way. But those events cover the essence of our true nature up. And when human beings can be real, about what might be covering up that love or real about the fears that exist in their lives, the light of their love can be felt. And I've witnessed this today in the meetings that I've been involved in and the tremendous people that I've been working with today. And I just want you to know that that love, when you can walk through those fears and have a safe environment for those fears to be deeply expressed, that can be released and the true essence or true nature of their beings can be felt. So this week, I want to encourage you to create a safe environment, either for yourself or for a loved one, or even people that you work with, to be fully expressed and fully released in any fears that may be coming up. It really does make more room for love and possibility to take hold. So this week's Boomerang is all about creating that environment for the people that you love. So today I have two guests with me. First I have Zach Wagner and Zach's career began officially at the age of 19 when he discovered the world of direct sales and personal leadership. Now after Zach's first year of university Zach had exactly $7.32 left in his bank account, and he realized that his previous jobs just didn't quite cut it for him, him. So over the next decade, Zach earned over $100,000, and that was before he graduated from college, uh, being enrolled in college for four years full-time. He received a coaching certification, uh, worked with more than 200 individuals in the coaching process. And since that time, uh, Zach has really moved into now what he currently does, which is serving the X and Y entrepreneurs who are dedicated to their personal and professional missions. And also with me today is Ben Skemper. And Ben is a 26-year-old performance coach who works with millennials and entrepreneurs and, in his own words, rescues millennial leaders from the trap of a meaningless rat race life. Ben has combined his two passions of adventure and living a life on purpose to create adventures for leaders so that these leaders can know and understand their passion and purpose in life and also have fun during these adventures. So, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today.
3: Thanks so much for having us, V.
2: Great. What I want to start with, uh, and we'll start with you, Zach, is if you can please explain your work with millennials and others, but just kind of define millennials and then explain your work a little bit with them.
4: Yeah. So, you know, really, um, as I've kind of been on this journey over the last few years now, I really just kind of got to the point where I really have this desire to just help make an impact. And, you know, what I see in myself and Um, How I really came to this journey was I was just looking for something a little bit more than what the traditional corporate world and environment um, had to offer. Um, What I found is that millennials really have some key values that really are distinctive um, from some other generations beforehand, um, and really freedom being at the top of that, and that people really value uh, their time freedom and their financial freedom, but really also just the freedom to really live life on their own terms Um, And and that goes for, you know, whether it comes to work or play, where they want to live, how they want to act, and um, really just had high values for freedom myself, and it's something that had come up for me. Um, And really, what we found is that as I began to, you know, on a mission and go out and just serve millennials, what we realized is that there was really this bigger category of individuals um, that were beyond just the millennial generation um, who, you know, not only seek freedom, but really... um, has a real mission to serve the, the world or the country or whatever their space is that they feel compelled to in a big way. And those, those typically come before the money piece for millennials. But at the same time, millennials, having grown up um, with you know, the internet and a lot of potential, a lot of opportunity, tend to typically um, desire um, to, you know, to not only make a big impact, but to receive the reward. Um, of, of that impact. And so, you know, there's actually there's a statistic that there are already more millennial millionaires than, than the previous generation, and a millennial is really defined by somebody who's born somewhere between 1978 to 1980, and is now um, between that time period and and really up to about 2000, where, where most of the millennials live. And, and so there's this really specific set of values that I really connected with and recognized that I saw in myself and um, searched for the answers for a long time in a couple of different places and really just never found them um, until I decided that, hey, I, I kind of have to go out and serve this mission that I feel called to serve. So, um, you know, for me, the, the millennial mission is really something that is deep for me. But um, as we started, interestingly enough, as we started to serve millennials and really go out and really just put our message out there, um, you know, we started getting people that were in the Gen X category and in the baby boomer category that said, hey, I want freedom. I want to make a bigger impact. I want to really serve the world in a way using my unique gifts and talents. And and so really our company that now I'm a part of has gone from just focusing on serving millennials to really serving their individuals out there who are really after making an epic impact. And, and that's what really we're about is looking for the individuals who really just want to serve in a big way and really make the ripple effect um, in the marketplace in in this generation and and for the people that are going to come that will really serve in a higher way and, um, really just add a, a, real epic impact.
2: Wonderful. And I know that you've seen some tremendous success with, uh, working with these people that have these shared common values and a shared vision. And, um, and you've, you've, you've gotten a lot of traction out of just sharing that, that message with other people, and uh, and so I commend you. Now, the two of you recently arrived at this point to support one another in sharing your networks, and sharing your vision, and sharing the the opportunity to serve and help others in different business ventures, um, but con- containing that same vision. How did you arrive at this point, Ben?
3: Yeah, I would say um, that, you know, first off, collaborating with Zach was not something that um, I necessarily did intentionally at first. He just kind of kept showing up in my life, and we kind of kept showing up in each other's lives. And we recognized that we had a similar standard for ourselves for what we were looking to get out of life on the personal and adventure side and also on the impact we wanted to have. So, you know, we really came together as we saw that we shared that vision, And, you know, I think a big piece for me was just kind of another evolution of myself as a human being where I started to value collaboration at a higher level. And and I'll just say that, um, you know, prior to this time in my professional career, a lot of times what's driven me is competition. But in this next evolution, what I really see is that, you know, competition can obviously fuel at times, but it also limits me at times from recognizing other people's gifts seeing how they can serve me, seeing how we can have a relationship where we work together to really maximize our potential in serving our mission and serving our our clients, serving our community. Um, And, you know, when you really open yourself up to seeing other people's gifts and then recognize them and collaborate, it it creates a sort of equation where 1 plus 1 equals 3 or 1 plus 1 equals 10 or even more. So for me, it's just I really see... How I can accomplish and serve more through a, through having a team that that really um, we really support each other in, in our different gifts
2: and I think that's such a wonderful uh, opportunity that you have both created and are creating not just for yourselves but that Collaborative effort is something, the message that you keep delivering to other people. How did you, Ben, you can, you can address this one and, and Zach next, but how did you arrive at that point where you just decided, Hey, we've kind of got some similar ideas here. Let's combine our efforts rather than look at each other as separate individuals.
3: Yeah. Well, for one, I I really enjoyed every time I spent time with Zach. So, I mean, we started started connecting more as friends. And, you know, during that time, um, we just were having a blast together. And, you know, working towards your mission, serving your mission, or just your professional career is a place where you're going to spend a ton of time in your life. So you might as well do it with people that you really enjoy and have fun with. And then along with that, again, we just, we really recognize that we shared similar values and really we had the same mission. We had the same vision. So, uh, you know, by, by partnering, it makes it about the vision, about the mission and takes it, you know, off kind of ourselves. And um, there's just more potential in that sort of relationship.
2: And, Zach, can you uh, add on to how you guys came together to collaborate, uh, collaborate your efforts? And then also, what are some of the common visions that you hold uh, with, with people and with clients?
4: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know to really add on that, mine um, was somebody that I saw um, for those of you who don't know Ben, Ben was just a total rock star in the businesses that he's been a part of. And when I say rock star, I mean breaking records that have lasted a long time and almost in a, in a relatively young age and, and really just kind of ripped the cover off the ball for a lot of people and, and really changed uh, the way the game was played. Um, and he was something that I just really admired because um, he was going out there and um, really just uh, doing whatever it took to re- to grow at a level that he really wanted to see fit. And And so as I was coming out of a corporate job and looking for another job because I wasn't exactly sure where my mission was leading me yet. at the time, um, I recognized that, uh, you know, I, as I was interviewing, literally, I had this, you know, a couple opportunities and they said, why do you want to work here? And as I just started to speak um, about why I wanted to work there, I just realized that what I was saying was just totally unauthentic with who, what I really wanted even though I didn't really know what that looked like yet. And so, you know, finally it just came a decision where you know, I think one of the, the value kind of transition is is that, you know, I really had to opt in to just saying like, you know, I'm not exactly sure what this gift is, um, what this mission looks like. Um, but I felt called from, you know, almost a higher purpose to really serve it. And I said, you know, in order for me to do this, I really need to be in an environment of excellence and really have excellent people around me. And and it's so funny because Ben and I are here in New York to finish an event. Um, and Ben I, I called him and said, Hey, you know, I'm really looking to serve and, and to step up and and to really re enter the space of, of coaching because I had left for a while because I just didn't understand how to really make it a business that felt congruent with me. Um, you know, I said, Hey Ben, you know, I really want you, part of my team basically. Um, to keep it more on the shorter side of things, but I really just shared how I was feeling, what I saw and what I was really going after and oddly enough Ben um you know, really, just made a connection that became you know who's now a business partner for both Ben and I, and um, it's really just this magical relationship that's really unfolded. You know, and, and I was literally this weekend just we're kind of going around this event that we had, just really just sharing the gratitude that we had for everybody in the room, and and you know when I had time to share gratitude for Ben, I realized that really none of where I'm at right now in the business in the mission for making epic impact. Uh, happen would be would be here without Ben. So, you know, I think the values that we have kind of go into that was it, it took me to say, you know, I'm not sure exactly what this looks like. But I think it's a challenge for a lot of millennials because they've grown up in a system that says, hey, you know, get good grades, go to college, get some experience, go get a job. And then all of a sudden what we see in the marketplace and having spoken to over 400 millennials this year is really that um, I should say millennials and and people that, you know, have entrepreneurial ventures that are really looking to make an impact in the marketplace, you know, they get to the point of being to where they're, you know, maybe 24, but mostly somewhere between the age of 28 and 35, where they just kind of wake up from the, hey, I achieved, I got to this figure mark, I got to this higher level, but all of a sudden um, they're they're asking, hey, there's something more that needs to come out. Right I need something more um from my from my work and from the gift that I'm sharing with others and in uh, in that whole space so you know for for Ben and I it was really just about opting in even without necessarily knowing all of how the past was going to be laid out knowing really exactly what was going to happen. I think both Ben and I just decided to make this you know part of um you know part of our lives and really you know without totally knowing and I said that a few times but Really, just being able to just dive in and and just go for it. And so I think Ben is somebody who's always gone for it. You know, I always really felt that way about myself, and, and we really feel inspired that there's a lot of people out there with gifts. And I think we see each other's gifts. And, and while we have some similarities, there's definitely some differences. And we just really look at it. you know how do we not only support each other's gifts, but the people out there that really have the gift to serve, but are standing there saying, hey, how do I how do I really give this mission, and how do I really go out and serve this? You know, coming from a place of uncertainty or not being totally sure about, you know, how to go out and deliver what they need to.
2: Right. And we've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Find out what makes
0: the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericanpowerment.com.
1: Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com.
0: This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment.
2: And I'm joined by Zach Wagner and Ben Skemper talking about the art of cooperative leadership. And before the break, Zach was articulating about the just following your heart and taking a risk. And um, that's what really... <laughs> allowed the cooperation and the cooperative leadership to uh, emerge for both of them. So I do want to ask you further about what happened to your business when you began to connect with the energy of support. And Ben, if you'd like to start.
3: Sure. Um, So yeah, by connecting with the energy of support, I, I think the big thing for me in that was just being open to receiving support and, when I started connecting to that energy, um, what I recognized is that it allowed me to live in my gift, the energy of, of my nature, more spend more time being who I am and not trying to be you know every member of the team playing every role on the team and do what I'm best at and at the same time um, receive the support of fellow team members and allow them to shine in their gifts and by doing that it just it makes it easy for all of us because We're doing what we're best at um, and not not what requires necessarily a lot of stress or tension or effort. Um, So just by connecting to that energy of support, I just started seeing, you know, people in my life who could serve me, who I could partner with. And um, really, business became became easier and more fun because I got to do more of what I was great at.
2: Wonderful. And and I call that removing the mask of fear or having a mask of somebody who you think everybody wants you to show up as and just really allowing yourself to be truly authentic. And I think people arrive at that place at different times in their lives. I certainly remember when I arrived at that place for myself where it was like, hey, you don't have to act like this is, that, that your life is going perfectly, you can be real and authentic about some of the challenges and frustrations that you faced. In fact, it's a real freeing sense, isn't it, of, of facing the, and, and sharing the, the, how you face those challenges.
3: For sure. But, but also it's scary because you really open yourself up and you put your gifts out there and you put your mission out there. I mean, and there's times in my life, especially when I was younger, where... You know, I was criticized or attacked or just wounded for doing that, and I closed up around that. Um, but when, when, I've, when I've opened up to it and, and owned it, um, it that, you know, some of that criticism, some of that attack doesn't necessarily go away. I mean, I, I become a, a more polarized individual. But what I recognize is that when I'm more authentic, when I'm more in my truth and more in my nature and my gift, other people show up in my life are at that similar level of truth. Other people show up in my life or at that similar similar level of living congruently with their nature, and um, you know it, it also inspires other people to rise up to that level. And there are some people who remove themselves from my life, from my life, or um, they just really reveal themselves as somebody who is you know not going to serve me. But either way, it's it's productive. So um, you know, that's a lesson I had to learn, but I'm really grateful, you know, that I am. At at this time, really, um, doing my best to live congruently with that lesson.
2: And I know that truth is really an important value that you both, in your mission, are wanting and willing to serve. Zach, what would you say is the advantage of working together for that common? Denominator of truth and some of the other things that you work together for for the common cause. What's the advantage of that?
4: Yeah, I mean to 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 loop back to what Ben was saying is is really that you know when you when you have that support, when you have that environment of excellence of you know, and I really see it as excellence of people who really see for what you are and where you are and really just accept you and hold you to a higher standard. I think that you know ultimately what's you know really important and you know I've. I think you know this about me, and I've shared this with other people. But you know, I really have four major values that I really try to live my life by, and and truth really for me is is the second one. Only, not really in any order specifically, but I feel like once you really have connection, you can uh, to yourself and to others, you can really start to share truth in a really honest way. And I think you know, by just you know, it's funny we were speaking last night with our team at dinner, and we were just talking about some of the values that we have for our company, and and one of the things is really speak the unspoken. And it was it was a real specific moment when this this whole thing started between myself and my business partner and, um, you know, so much more beyond that, um, really a brother. But uh, my business partner, Jake, you know, we had this moment where it felt like, you know, there was a lot of fear. Like, is this going to get done? Is this really going to take place? Are we really going to be able to do this? And, you know, fear can bring up a number of questions, but, you know, what what happened in that moment was like, you know, we really just decided to speak what was unspoken and And as we started to just speak the truth, even though it was very fearful to talk about, um, you know, the opportunities opened up and it it created this place where we realized, like, what are our values and and what is necessary right now and and where are we right now? Because, you know, wherever you are, is absolutely perfect. And I think that it's really easy to strive towards an ideal, towards um, a goal, towards a commitment, and really see yourself as, hey, when I finally get that commitment, get that goal, get that ideal, then I'll be happy, then I'll be perfect, then I'll be loved, then I'll be whatever it might be that somebody's searching for. But when you can finally just own the moment and really just accept who you are, where you're at, and just be able to share that with people, and like I said, the environment of excellence is, for me, is so important in that, and I really recommend for the for the young people out there really just find that you know who's in your environment excellence. but when you when you have that you can call up somebody for me like Ben and just you know lay it out on the table what's really going on and and it's really it's, it's really special and amazing to have people in my life that I consciously chose to you know connect with and, and create relationship with rather than just going through life and you know the people you went to school with or the people you work with or the people that look down the street from you or you know, there's, there's many ways you can make connections, but I feel like, you know, most people have connections because um, it's it's a result of their path through life rather than a conscious choice of, you know, who do I need to really support me best and who do I need to really be in integrity with myself and who do I need to really um, help me take to the next level so I can make a real big, uh, you know, a much bigger impact. And I think that's really been the focus, you know, since me and Ben have been in connection and, and um, you know, our path is. It's pretty interesting, but, you know, ultimately the, the truth piece is, is, is really where it started because, um, you know, when I first met Ben, I wasn't in the best place. I was at a place where I was like, okay, things need to change. And, and just by telling him, you know, where I was at and the truth of it all was was challenging because, you know, I saw him as this guy who was really going out and doing big, big things and really successful. And, um, you know, there's a part of me that was just saying, hey, like, you know, is Ben going to want me as a friend? But, you know, I just reached out to him and just opened up, and, and I'm so happy I did because, you know, the result of that has been, you know, I don't know what the impact is of that yet, but, you know, I feel like it's, it's pretty big.
2: Yeah, and what a wonderful, again, very freeing experience. It was earlier, I was talking to a client about the, having the elephant in the room, and just giving the elephant in the room or the fear, whatever that looks like, a voice to be able to diminish its power. And by being in such truth and integrity with one another as friends and as business partners, there's just a great deal of creative freedom that is allowed there because you don't have to pretend to wear some sort of a mask that says, hey, I've got everything together. Because I can tell you from the 15 years of coaching experience that I have that I haven't yet run into a person that's that's got everything together. They may act like they do, but they certainly don't, myself included, and there's always more things or more layers or more fears to bring to the surface so that you can feel like you're truly living in an authentic life, in an authentic world. Very freeing, right?
3: Well, you obviously haven't coached me yet, then, (laughs) fee.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I'm sure we're getting to that, right? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Speaking of that, Ben, what are some of the most effective tools that you use for your own personal growth? Great question.
3: Um, so the most effective tools for my own personal growth, um, you know, I would say, you know, it's, this is going to keep coming back to relationship, but honestly, I think the most important one for me right now is being in a relationship with an environment of excellence. Because, you know, I express as a human, I grow as a human, um... Or my my expression, of my growth is really limited or accelerated by who I'm spending time with. Um, a different, you know, just a, a different level of um, expression is called out by being around excellent people. So th- that's the biggest thing that I'm focused on for growing right now, is just being around people who, allow, who um, allow me to be in my truth and be more congruent with my nature. And they appreciate that and see that and see my gifts. And... uh you know, encourage me and, and living in that space. Um, you know, beyond that, I would just say that a, a morning routine is really important for me right now and my growth um, and just, you know, being able to really connect um, to my truth, to my mission, to my vision each day so that, you know, the drunk monkey doesn't run the show to start the day. And I'm connecting to, um, you know, the progress I really want to be making in life. So those are the two biggest things I would say that I'm, um you know, really cognizant of. And if I had to add one more, it's just really seeking mentors that are getting the results that I want to get, whether that be in business or in their relationship or in a specific area of their life. If it's health, it's just, you know, instead of trying to figure it all out myself, just, you know, really reaching out and being connected to the people that already have the questions figured out that I currently have. Um, And that makes, you know, growth a lot easier.
2: Wonderful. And Zach, what about you? What are some of your favorite uh, personal growth tools?
4: You know, I think the, the story all started by me just really stepping out of my comfort zone. And I think it can be really easy to live in your comfort zone um, and, and just run the, the same pattern or the same habit and do the same thing every day and do this and that. But I think really when you not necessarily stepping, you know, 20 yards out of your comfort zone, but just a little bit each day or not 10 miles out of your comfort zone, but just a little bit more than what feels comfortable. So you can really start to stretch and and not just stretching for the sake of stretching, um, but really stretching for the recognition of that. You know, if you're not growing, you're either staying still or you're dying. And if, if you're staying still, most of the things around you are growing as well. And so I think it's really important that, you know, you, one, really focus on, you know, where's growth for me. And then, you know, ultimately, I think a lot of people, when they get into this space, think about, you know, how can I make money or how can I have a better lifestyle? And I think those are both very valid. I don't think that, you know, the universe wants people to be poor. Um, you know, I think there's, there's, there's plenty of access to the opportunity for people to really have the lifestyle and, and the financial freedom that they deserve. And, you know, obviously that's, you know, apparent by many of the people you've had on your show. But also, you know, if you just look at the marketplace, there are people who are going out there and doing things, but really, you know, what was a big shift for me this year was, you know, when I started um, really partnering with Jake and, and really getting in connection with them is, is that um, when, I, when I focused on really contributing and just giving my gift and, and really just serving in the way that my gift could serve best without a focus of how do I make next money, but really focusing on really impact right now. And when when you bring that focus in, um, it's really easy to just kind of lose yourself in in your natural ability rather than really just asking yourself, you know, what's the next step? How can I be a little bit more comfortable? How can I make more money? How can I get that next promotion? And rather just saying, you know, who can I serve? Who's out there that's dreaming me up right now uh, from a client perspective or from a partner perspective or somebody on my team or somebody you know, that could be a, a joint venture partner or somebody that's just saying, hey, where is this guy? Um, you know, when's he going to show up? And I think it's really important to really understand that there's people out there that need you. There's people out there that need your specific gift. And I think when you move your focus from uh, I want to make more money, I want to have more vacations, I want to have more electronics in my life or, you know, whatever, to, you know, I'm just going to go out there and serve with an expectation that, you know, my gift is really valuable, um, you know, it's really easy at that point to really begin to, um, you know, honor yourself and your gift and, honor, and recognize, like, how important that gift is. And, you know, when you really start to understand the value you can add to somebody else, you know, whether you're charging, you know, whatever for your service, you know, that can pay somebody back in, in, in really an unquantifiable way. Um, and I think it's just really important. I think it, it, it gets lost. And, you know, I think I think the last thing, and even above that is, you know, do you have a purpose and do you have a mission? You know, I think when I started this, I said, you know, how do I make the next 30 years of my life magical? How do I make the next 30 years of my life full of love and full of great people and, and so that I never have to be at a place where I feel really lost again, but I could be at a place where I feel really connected and, and, and really like that I'm making a difference. And so, I think when you have a mission and a purpose, you know, all those other things come naturally. And I think what like Ben was saying, you know, with having a morning routine is really connecting with that mission every day at the start of the day to, to help you remember why 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 you're doing what you're doing because you, know, you don't wake up every day going, oh, yeah, it's perfect. It's great. You know, sometimes, you know, the, the day looks tough or, you know, there's some challenges that you haven't quite faced yet and you're not quite sure how they're going to work out, right? But when you can actually just tune in and tap in to, hey, why am I really here? What am I really serving? Am I serving some need to feel more comfortable or am I serving the reason why I'm here and that mission that I was born to fulfill? And I think ultimately when you start doing that and if you put yourself around people who are doing that as well, it's really, really hard to fail. And it's really easy to you know, just let things unfold and you don't always know where they're going to go. You don't know how they're going to come in. But, you know, that's really where the magic is.
2: Wonderful. And we've got to take another quick break. We'll be right back.
0: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at DirectConnectCoaching.com.
0: This is the home of the top light coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment.
2: And we're back. Thanks for listening. I am joined today by Ben Skemper and Zach Wagner. And they're talking about the art of cooperative leadership And, guys, I want to go into a little bit about some of your greatest obstacles that you've had to overcome, and then what were the lessons from those obstacles. So, Ben, we'll start with you.
3: Sure. Um, You know, in in thinking about this question, and what really shows up for me is, you know, one of the biggest challenges um, has been that most of my life, I've, I've been living in a way in which success was my highest value and success was something I defined by a certain amount of money or, you know, breaking a record, hitting a certain number, um, having a certain accomplishment, holding a certain position. And, um, you know, I, the challenge was that I wanted to make an impact, but wasn't, um, didn't really recognize that, That was my top value, and so I was living in a way that was congruent with the top value of success. But, you know, the challenge I experienced in that was, you know, whatever I... First off, by valuing success so highly, it was very easy to see myself as a failure. So there are times where I really didn't value myself, even though I was accomplishing, you know, things that had never been accomplished in the company I was working with, because my idea of success was perfection or... You know, I fell just short of the number. You know, I may have you know, broken a sales record, but I wanted to hit a certain number and fell a little bit short. And, um, you know, valuing that success, the, the truth is that there's no pot of gold, there's no leprechaun dancing around a rainbow when you, when you get the result or, or when, you get, when you get an accomplishment. So you're, you're putting yourself in this rat race or this, this game that's really hard to win in um, you know, feeling fulfilled. And if you do hit your goal, hit your number, break the record, whatever, you you um you just feel that, that accomplishment. You feel that sense of fulfillment for a moment, and then you raise the number, and then there's another, you know, there's another goal out there for you to go hit. So um, the biggest challenge was just not really valuing myself by having success as my number one value, but you know, shifting that this year. You know, to impact, you know, impact is something that is, like, is hard to measure. And, you know, as long as I'm doing my best and coming from a place of service and growing personally, I'm making an impact, and I can own that. And, you know, I just said that that, like, shifting those, like, recognizing I needed to shift those values was the big challenge, and doing it has been really freeing.
2: And I, I, we were talking about this earlier in a meeting that I was um, leading a discussion at and really moving from the idea of your identity being tied into your results rather than something like you just said, Ben, which is your identity and your value and your mission being tied into how do I make an impact or how do I make a difference and bring these gifts and talents to the world. And because of that shift, moving out of that, you know, that obstacle of just identifying with only success, which is an external factor to something that is really ingrained in you internally is really a very important step in anyone's mission here on earth. Would you agree?
3: For sure. Yeah. I mean, if I can just add something else to that, the other thing I found myself is I was constantly living in the past or the future, but not in like, what are my gifts right now? What do I have to offer right now? It was, sure. you know, what have I done? Who have I been or who do I need to be in the future as opposed to being present to what's my, like, what impact can I make right now? How can I serve right now? um, I'd be happy right now. You know? So um, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say on that question.
2: What about you, Zach? What are some of your obstacles and what are some of the lessons that you've learned from them?
4: You know, I think uh, something that we talk about a lot in Epic Impact is that success can really be a um, nasty teacher. When you you find yourself having this success or, you know, as this year started for me, um, it was really all about purpose and about mission and just really, you know, you know, how do I how do I live a life where I'm really uh, showing up every day and giving my gifts, also just really having fulfillment. And that started off by just going out and serving. And, you know, what happens when you do that, you know, your value goes through the roof and, and, and amazing things start coming at you. And and then it's really easy kind of, as Ben said, to get caught in the trap of, okay, what's next, what's next, and what's next. And, and I think, you know, for me, really, you know, something we were even talking about as we had, you know, a team meeting yesterday, a lot of this stuff came up because we really feel like that, you know, you can live in your emotions, you can live in your head, you can live in, in simply just your body, but there's something else that's a little bit higher. It's not quite, you know, rational, but a little bit beyond what we call trans-rational or some other people call transrational. and that, you know, you're really kind of being guided to a specific place. And, um, you know, as success came in, and I was like, okay, what's the next commitment? And I realized that making, I started making these massive commitments because I experienced the success, um, just naturally thinking that, hey, it's just going to continue to go up and up and up and up and up, and there's never going to be a point of a plateau or a point of just, you know, learning in this space. And, and so as that happened, I set these commitments that were really, and, and the point of the transrational, that was really out of alignment with, I feel like, where I was at at the moment. You know, I think... Is it possible to manifest a million dollars tomorrow? Absolutely. Does that feel in alignment with who I really am at this exact moment? and Not from a state of, of mind or just emotion, but really a state of, you know, what do I feel called to manifest right now? Um, you know, I don't know that that was it, and I don't know that specifically my goal is to make a million dollars in the next day, but more so that I think when you're really out of alignment with where you are and who you are, I it goes back to some of what we talked about earlier, that it's really hard to just show up every day and, and serve because there's, there's something a little bit off, kind of like you got one shoe on or like you got, you know, a big weight in one pocket. You just always feel like you're moving one way, but you want to be going the other way. So, you know, I think for me, what was really important to recognize, and I think, you know, it's so easy in, in the society that we live in right now to see, you know, people, our peers or people we idolize or, or something or some, you know, somebody outside of ourselves go out and do something that's, you know, really big. And we say, hey, I want that because that, that's what that person's doing. Or I want that because that's what I think will finally make me happier. I want that because that's what seems like what's right um, to, to, to my ego versus just saying, you know, what? what is truly in alignment with where I'm at right now? And, you know, this was a big conversation that came up. And, and I think it's truly it's really critical because, you know, I think the mind can play a lot of tricks, Whereas if, if you just kind of tune in and tap in and really get in alignment, you know, the, the I've got to make this money this year, I've got to do this or that this year, starts to melt away and you just start to realize, okay, how can I slowly start to grow my impact? And then as that slowly grows, how can I do a little bit more? And, and you know, what, at that time when, when the big shift comes, it's just being ready for that. And so I think really, you know, can, can I start, my day every day in alignment, can I be in alignment with the people that I need to be in alignment with? You know, my my girlfriend, uh, my my team members, you know, my clients, the people that I meet on, on the street, you know, the person who's, you know, bringing me food at a restaurant, you know, how do I just be in alignment with those people each and every day um, so that way I can really give my gift at the highest level in this exact moment.
2: Beautiful. I want to talk a little bit about, before we wrap up today, guys, a little bit about some of the events and adventures that you're running for your clients.
3: Awesome. Yeah, so, you know, first off, with our, with our Epic Impact brand, um, and what we're really doing, looking to do is work with entrepreneurs who want to make a positive impact, again, whether that be in the world, the country, their community. But that's who we're really looking to serve. And, you know, the ways that we really want to serve them Um, You know, first off is making them more influential, really helping them grow their business and get them good at the sales process. Um, You know, if someone has a product or a service that can make, you know, a a positive impact, that's someone who we want to be influential. We want to serve that person in, you know, helping them um, grow their business through sales. Because if they're not selling, then they're not serving their clients, they're not serving their community, they're not serving the country, they're not serving the planet. So, you know, it, that's a big piece of, of our brand is really teaching people to grow their business from that perspective. And the second thing I would say that, about our brand is that we really want to be holding our community to serving with integrity. Um, you know, just in the, you know, in the space of sales and in the space of coaching, there's, you know, there's an entire spectrum of what kind of service people provide. Um, but there's oftentimes a negative connotation that people don't follow through or they don't deliver a specific result or that people just try to get the sale, especially deliver on the service. And, you know, for our container, the people that we, we work with, we really want to serve them and holding them accountable to be in complete integrity with their customers, with their clients, with their communities, with their country, with the world. So that's what the brand um, is really all about, um, at, at least as I see it. And, some of the events that we have coming up are we really have two that two different events and one is for in, impact entrepreneurs and it, it really um, is an event that is, is meant to help them grow their business um, and really get them good at the sales process and really hold them in integrity just like I mentioned and the second event that we have is for the sales professionals who, who want to be epic um, and, again, we have the same values and the same, you know, brand that we want to influence these, you know, sales professionals with. But, um, you know, it's, that's what the adventure trips are. And it's really, you know, trips that are designed to, you know, have a blast and, have, you know, let some young entrepreneurs and salespeople experience freedom. But then at the same time, really get them in integrity with themselves by understanding what is their identity and how can they live congruently with this next year. So that, you know, 2015 can be a year where they flow to their goal. They don't have to effort to it. And it can be the most exciting year in their business. And that's really what the, the goal of the event is, is to help people have clarity uh, on how 2015 can be the best year they've experienced personally and in their business. And then, you know, do that from a place of integrity, really being congruent with their identity and having the strategies to execute. So, I mean, Zach, do you have anything else to add on that? Yeah, I think, you know, ultimately sales is, is
4: really just a representation of your ability to impact more people. You know, I think ultimately, you know, we see sales as, um, you know, and when you hear the word sales, so a lot of things come up for a lot of different people, um, and there's been a lot of salespeople who have done it in a really uh, integrous way with a, you know, with a lot of purpose and, and really believing in their product, and there's, there's been people that have done it in a different way, and I think, you know, what we're really after is, is looking for those people who really feel Absolutely compelled to serve the marketplace with their unique gifts, and and we see that there's a lot of coaches, uh, business owners, um, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, play professionals, infopreneurs, everything under the sun that has to do with people who are now going out there and making a difference. Which, you know, just to talk a little bit more about millennials, you know, really there's this huge, massive uh, increase that's happening in entrepreneurship and in, in the next ten years, six hundred percent. Uh, there's, there'll be a 600% increase in, in in people starting their own business in some form or another. So what we see is that there's a lot of people out there who have this desire to make this massive impact. Yet they don't really quite understand how how do I really go out there and and, and make the impact for people? And if you can't if you don't have clients, it's really hard to make an impact. You could say, hey, you know, I'm I'm, I'm out there really serving three clients, but if your gift is is really something that people need and 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 what i see from most entrepreneurs out there is that you know they're either they're either struggling to you know help people understand how to serve them specifically or you know looking for the people that recognize that they have a bigger impact to make but aren't quite sure how to deliver their specific specific and unique gift to the marketplace and and really doing it in an environment where they can really feel supported for their for their true gifts and really um have the opportunity to express their gifts how they see fit.
2: Wonderful. So, in, if anyone is interested in um, attending an adventure or a retreat or a uh, an an event weekend, they can reach you by.
4: Um, you know, honestly, it's pretty easy to get in touch with me. I'm, I'm linked banner. I on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, currently, we're uh, setting up our. Uh, Epic Impact website, so epicimpact.com will be up and running uh, very shortly and um, or you can check out genycatalyst.com as well.
2: Wonderful. So Ben and Ben Skemper and Zach Wagner, thank you so much for your energy, your participation, and what I feel is a really important message not just to millennials but to all people to really uh, go out there and be of service for the greater good of everyone involved. So thank you both for your participation today. I really appreciate it. And to our troops, for the people that ultimately serve our country and our freedom, as always, we give our deepest gratitude to your service to all of us. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for your continued listenership and service to the radio show. I wish all of you a very inspired week. Have a terrific week, everyone.
1: Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. P. Mazanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.